If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey from the DJ Honorable Metal Monkey Radio Show. I want you to enjoy your day and choose Anchor. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 153 of the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show. And today I have Jiggy Queso and Wasi Shade joining us. What's popping? This evening, how you guys doing, man? Same old, same old. Cooling, relaxing, vibing. I was scrolling on the internet and I was uh, checking... Checking to see what's the tightest music. You know, I always do that because I'm a DJ. And uh, I ran into you guys. Uh, so I want to start off here. I guess I start at the beginning so the audience can know exactly what's up. What part of the world are y'all from right now? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm from New York. Currently residing in South Florida. And then go ahead, Shade. I'm from Miami. Um, so I'm in South Florida. So we, we linked up. I think I'm going further into the questions right now, but fuck it. We linked up because um, we both went to Florida uh, Atlanta University for college. So we were just both rapping. We joined the same rap group. And from that point on, we've been like best friends, honestly. Whoa, yeah. that's that's dope shit. Y'all, so y'all went to college together. Uh, and how did, how did y'all link up, though? I mean, like in college, you... Did y'all know each other prior to that? Not at all, man. It was a, uh, it was a uh, through through uh, beats, rhymes, and vibes. I'm pretty sure, right? That's yeah. Like first met. Yeah. It's like a rap, a uh, little rap collective on FAU's campus, and then it was just people who like hip hop, R and B, like um, they would do like little free freestyles and stuff. So we we kind of met through there, and we realized like you know your sound is kind of dope, so we both decided. Let's kick it up. Let's try to see if we could do something with it. And a couple yeah. years later, yeah, here we are. Damn, that's dope, man. So, uh, man, so uh, question for both of you guys. I mean, y'all could take turns answering or whatever like that. When did you start getting into uh, hip hop or, or music? Music period, because music. Dude, um, honestly, I've been involved with music ever since I could hear it. I've been, my mom my, from Miami, she used to drive a low-ride Chevy, uh, listening to Lauryn Hill, a lot of old-school rappers, so I just caught in with that sound. Yeah. Like, elementary, I was I was beatboxing and rapping in elementary, and since then, it's like one of my main passions in this world, you feel me? That's the shit. How about you, my brother? How about you, my brother? Um... Yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, when you love music, you kind of just find music everywhere. You just hear things different. Um, so I would like, you know, kind of make freestyles to little commercials, things like McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, just stupid little quick freestyles. And then after a while, it's like you just can't deny the fact that, yo, I, I, I want to make music. So I want to just be involved with music. So, um, you know, I started recording for real around 20, 2014 after my uncle died. I, I made a promise that, you know, I would actually start taking shit seriously. So I uh, released my first tape 2014. I used to make beats that year. So I guess like around then is when I, I decided to take that next step. That's Damn. That's dope. So, yeah. so who do y'all production? Who do y'all production? Lorenzo. Um, um, yeah, Lorenzo. We go to a studio um, in Lake Worth, and he really breaks everything down for us, for real. Yeah, go. Breaks everything down, man. Shout out. Mixed by Zoe. You in Florida at Mixed by Zoe on Instagram and boy, and he or West Palm, he'll get you right every time. And he go take his time with you too. He ain't gonna let you leave the studio with no fool ass shit. <laughs> That's the most important thing too, boy. Like some people will let you, you know what I'm saying, go out there and screw it up, but but you know, real good producer, they just won't do it because they name attached to it. Exactly. So like, um, um. When did how did y'all put together y'all first project? I mean, what was what was that experience like after meeting each other, getting everything together and saying, "Hey man, let's do a song." 
um, well, it came down from our first, like our first first song. We made it, and it's like people used to always just tell us, "Yo, like, yo, y'all, y'all, y'all shit hard. Like, y'all really should like keep making music together." And um, of course, like at that time, we like, yeah, you know, it sound good. But when it really came down to it, after a while, it was just like, "All right, we gonna sit down. We really gonna take our time." So uh, there was a song called "Soul Food" by J- uh, Jada Kiss and Fabulous. Mm. Um, I know what you're talking about. Beat, yeah, you're talking about. Shit, beat, hard. Beautiful, shit hard. Beautiful, hard as hell. So we like, yo, we're going to write to this shit because this shit hard as a motherfucker. And then it was just like, as soon as we wrote to that, it was like the creative juices just started flowing. The chemistry just started hitting. Like we realized like there's a lot that we could do. So um, we, we sat down. We recorded the first one in his dorm room, the intro to the yeah. tape. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dope. That shit That's in his dorm room. Yeah. And um, that's people like one of their favorite songs off it. After that, we started going to Zoe. And then, you know, like, uh, what, six songs later, Wazi Queso, self-titled name. It's on Apple Music, Spotify title. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just came together. And after that, we decided to take off with it. Man, that's dope. Man, that's dope. That's the exact story, too. <laughs> <laughs> the exact story, for real. Well, um, all right, you know, a lot of groups, they stick together for some years and then they stop or whatever, but it's two of y'all, y'all remind me of a, uh, I don't know, right now, I, I'm getting outcast in my head because y'all sort of different. And you really, yeah, man, y'all different. Everybody says that. And on y'all lyrics, y'all lyrics, the music I've heard, the lyrics are just on a whole different level, right? So... What what do y'all got going different uh, than any other group? Because it ain't that many groups. So y'all already standing out. So what's, what, what makes y'all different? Shit, we just put our egos to the side, bro. Honestly, um, we create. Like, it's not like I'm going to challenge him on an idea that he has. He brings the idea to the table. He might have a full song written and be like, yo, I want you to hop on this, and then I'll hop on it, I, vice versa, you feel me? And then sometimes we do come together, have our writing sessions and build from there. And like, the way we write, we challenge each other because we have two completely different writing styles. Yeah. So we kind of have to morph our sound together, and that's what makes us better because now he's challenging me to go in a different lane with my rap. I'm challenging him to go in a different lane with his rap. And when it combines, just a thing of beauty. Really, so just putting our egos to the side, working, dog. And honestly, a lot of groups fall off because they ain't really brothers. They're not really blood like that. It's a money investment for them. With right. us, like, it's it's genuine love. Like, that's that's my nigga for life. Yeah. Facts. That's Beyond that, a shadow of a doubt, man. You can't fucking beat that shit. You got to be friends. That's what people don't understand. You really got to fuck with each other. Even though if you got differences and stuff, that's yeah. what make it even better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh let me uh hold on, let me see if I uh dropped him. <coughs> yeah, he dropped out for a second. Yeah, he's connecting right now. Yeah. What you Damn, rolling bro, he up? Just missed my whole, he just missed my whole spill, man. I get up with a mean love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um did you hear the question? Did you hear what I was saying? Um the, the last thing I heard when we was talking about, uh, you know, just what makes it stand out. And then I, my girl had called me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were trying to hide, trying to roll up. I was like, I, go ahead, man. Like in an emergency situation, I roll up too. But what what do you think? <laughs> yeah, man, your bro just big up you, man. Like, so what, what keeps y'all glued together? What you think keeps y'all glued together and what makes y'all different than the other guys and what makes y'all stay together? Um, well, I mean, yeah, pride is, is first and foremost, like a huge thing because it's like, you know, sometimes I'll be in the studio and it'll be like, I do some shit. I'm like, yo, that shit sound hard. And then mm-hmm. I look at Shade and he'd be like, yeah, that shit not hard. So then sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, yo, I don't know if I should try that. And he'd be like, nah, bro, try it out. And then next thing you know, like it sounds amazing. So it's kind of just like having that, that awareness, like, you know, I'm not the only nigga in this, you know, it's like, if we're going to be successful, like the reason we got this far is because of both of our ideas. So. We got to keep writing both of our ideas out. But also it's like the fact that we both know that we're two independent artists. So we're not trying to come up. Like, of course, we were together. Like, we was the case. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, I release my own stuff. He releases his own stuff. And we still have that same, like, investment. Like, yo, on this song, I think you should do something. Even if it's not my track, you know, we don't. It's like, all right, we just want to see the other person kind of win. So 
I feel like that is what kind of like sets us apart from anybody else. That's dope. That's dope. Now, see, he down there said the same thing. <laughs> you hear what I said. It's crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's some trill shit, man. That's trill, man. All right. If y'all could feature with anybody, who, who, who y'all would, uh, who would y'all do a track with? Uh, if y'all could feature them on y'all like, track. If it's going to be, I, I'll answer that in two parts. If it's like somebody locally, like from our area, I say definitely probably like somebody like a ride wave or a major nine would be lit. Like um, as far as like international, or like a pop star or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say for me, it'd probably be Lil Baby. Cause I know that shit will be hard. I know that shit will go. Hard. I just seen that motherfucker in the gas station, just like right before this interview. That's for real. <laughs> yeah. Nigga just, <laughs> <laughs> just pulled up. <laughs> now he was getting right. something, man, holding the line up. <laughs> on the West End. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really cared he was standing there. It was the funniest thing in the world. Nobody cared he was standing there. It was actually one dude asked him for a couple dollars. Like he was just in the store posted up bumming. Um uh, <laughs> who would you uh YC, who would you uh, uh shit um J. Cole, man. I love that guy. Woo! I feel like J. Cole, J. Cole gonna help bring bring the whole track together. You feel me? He go help us on the production side, engineering. You know he go kill a feature, and we finna just go up after that. But you know, baby, we slide, dog. So shit, yeah, both of them. Fuck it, get both of them on the track. We lit. So um, YGK so featuring little baby and J Cole, man. That's what we need. Y'all got a website? Yeah. Yeah. Ytkso.com. That's what's up, man. You know what? I ask a lot of people, do you have a website? And they say, and they and they and they just be, go blank. And that's okay. That's normal. I mean, you don't actually have to have one because we got social media. But a smart person will have a website. And mm-hmm. y'all got it. That's dope as shit, man. Like y'all are some of the first people. Like it, it may be a handful that I've done. This is episode 153 or four or one of them. But but and, and and like y'all is a handful of people who got one and y'all just said y'all have one. So what's that again? Wazikeso.com. I'm really, I'm gonna double check it right now. That, but, that's um, no, it's Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say that. Yeah, that's the one I went to. I'm just I'm just acting like I don't know. I'm acting like I don't know and shit. You ain't gotta take them for real. Just know I already I did my homework. Animal study y'all some more and turn people on. To your music as much as I can, and man. Appreciate and I, that so I much, say, man. Um, for real, that's 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 a just a big testament to our, our manager. I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Wood. You know, wasn't it? that dude right there? He he be on us all the time, but you know that's definitely a move he made. So just definitely a shout out to our manager. Right yeah, there. he be on our ass, man. Yeah, because it, it really don't make sense to have uh like everybody, you know, like Facebook and uh, Instagram and all these guys. They they have the opportunity to block you and stop. All you trying to do is promote your music. But they yeah. they have the opportunity to stop me from doing that. So I always tell people, go have a website to where we can go and enjoy your music, buy your stuff, you know, see your mm-hmm. merch, everything, you know, <clears throat> and stuff. Because Facebook and, uh, and Snapchat and all of those guys are going to, they either going to get some money out of you or they just going to hit the algorithm to where nobody sees it. All facts. All facts. Straight up, man. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. We so how, website. so y'all coming up in a different time. Uh I was doing tours and stuff like that in 1998, 99. I ended, stopped rapping in 2003 when the Yin Yang Twins, we was on that tour and I, I quit. So <laughs> how is it different? I, I don't know, yeah, man. I would love to. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but y'all got a whole different generation. Y'all got a new thing going on. What do, is it, do y'all ever think about doing music back then as in dropping albums or records or do y'all like the streaming era in social media? Honestly, I think both have their their pros and cons. I think right as of right now, it's more access to technology. Any artist can stream. So it's more opportunities for people to get their sound out there. But at the same time, it becomes oversaturated to the point that you can't really listen to artists for more than one week before you're on to another artist. As opposed to like back in the day, you know, albums dropping, albums not dropping every week, albums dropping every three months. So you got to sit and 
sit with the artists, get to understand them and really understand the value of the album, the production, the lyricism and everything like that. Now it's everybody's just reviewing an album in one day. It's like if you if an artist took nine months to build a motherfucking album, you can't review it in one day and say, oh, shit, like you're definitely disrespecting their work. So, yeah, I mean, I would say me and him are both we're like album artists. So we're kind of trying to work our ways to getting more singles out there, but we build like we're trying to prepare for an album all the time. And if something comes out that may be single worthy, uh-huh. we'll drop that shit. So <clears throat> dope. Uh, what, what, what you think? Is it easier now? Or, I mean, or would you rather do it in the past or what? I mean, nah, uh, it's easier now. And like, I would as much as I would love to, because <laughs> when you're looking at it, like, the, the thing on Twitter and social media is streams ain't filling up stadiums. It's easier to stream, but people ain't going to buy your ticket. They're not going to buy your merchandise, you know, because uh, the music is easy. It's fun to listen to, but I don't mean that they're going to, you know, go out there and support you for real. But back in the day, if somebody bought your album, somebody bought your album, they probably going to come to your concert if you were in like a 20-mile radius of their city, 50-mile radius of their city. But nowadays, oh. I think for artists like us, especially within a pandemic, um, it's going to be easier for people who are working from home and, you know, they ain't got much moves to do after a certain time. It's easier for them to go up and stream some Wazzy Queso or just go download our music real quick if they bored or just happen to cross it on Instagram or Google mm-hmm. or whatever. The case. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, like, yeah, back then, if you was a fan, you was a fan. But nowadays, I feel like it's easier for our artists to, you know, receive a little bit more on the back end for what they're putting out. And at the end of the day, that's, for artists, that's what we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? What the shit we could take home. So I, yeah. feel, I feel like nowadays it's a little easier. That's that's dope. I, I kind of do too. I think this is the best time in history to be doing music. Not not going to say that. Yeah, it, it is. Like, you know, back to, back in the day, you had a lot of gatekeepers and that's really what it was. Oh, that's all facts. Yeah, yeah. And like y'all generation, I can't even understand. I can't even see y'all going for that shit. Like y'all are mm-hmm. so tougher than when we were coming up. I'm, I'm just being honest. A lot of people don't agree with that, but I do. It seems nice back then, but we got the future for a reason. So mm-hmm. <coughs> with that being said, how how much time do y'all spend on social media? Honestly, <laughs> Be honest, man. Uh, it, it really depends on the day, man. It really depends on the day. Um, We both work for the same company and we work at home. So some days shit be boring. You might be on social media for way longer than you expected, just right. watching shit. And you know, that's where everybody get their news from social media. You never know what's going on any other day you want to scroll. So um, I spend a good amount of time on social media. Plus it's a way to promote our music and everything like that. So we have to invest time into social media. Yeah. What about you, Jiggy? You be on that thing? <laughs> you already know, I ain't even got to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying to cut back. I'll be trying to cut back on it. But, uh, but honestly, like, <clears throat> Like, like what I was just saying about the streaming stuff, like when I was first on Twitter, like I had a couple hundred followers and it was just bullshit. But then once people started to get to know who I was and I got like a little bit more people started following me and shit, then I started releasing music. So they was like, oh, this nigga that I already know from Twitter is releasing music. Let me check it out. So right. it, it kind of like added a benefit, but I, even though, you know, I still be on that. But it did have a positive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it do. Uh, what do y'all think the long-term effects of getting on social media every day does to you? Hell, I don't know. So I'm just asking. I'm getting numb low-key because, you know, like when stuff gets serious and we're looking at the country and, and people dying in the street and people storming the White House and shit, like after a while, like some people look at that. Back in the day, people would look at that shit and freaked out. Like what the hell is yeah. going on? But nowadays, it's just like, it's so easy to see it, not even in just our country, but in like other countries, like to the point where we start to think shit is normal. So it's like, after a while, it's like, people are just gonna become so bored and jaded by these headlines, because it's like, there's so many of them that you just see randomly that you just gonna keep strolling past it for the shit that's gonna make you happy. So it's like, I think the long-term effects is just gonna just make us to not really care that much in the future. Damn. Shit. 
I think social social media gave people media access gave people to access mind the business that's not their business. So they just be talking shit about anything they don't know about for real. But you can go on social media and just talk your shit. So now you got like a lot of people heavily influenced by what others say on social media. When at the end of the day, you know, you could just log off the shit or delete the app at the end of the day and go live your normal life. But personally, um, it definitely has made me numb to a couple of things. It's got, got me informed on a couple of things as well. Um, so right. it's a balance. You just got to understand what you're looking for on social media. You know, participate in the bullshit here and there, but like what you really on here for at the end of the day. Yeah, that's, 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 damn. Did y'all, y'all fucking graduated college? Yeah, we did. <laughs> God, man, fuck. Dude, y'all giving some good, like, I'm into this shit, man. Fuck, let me light, light up again, okay. You see me lighting up, you see me lighting up, man, but for real, the most important thing, too, you gotta know when to, to get off. You gotta know when to just get, put a shit down and get off, man, just refresh, because this shit could get overwhelming. That is you. You're absolutely right. So, um, do you think it plays a? All right. Matter of fact, y'all feel like a target at this point, being hip hop artists. Yeah, but I feel like that target has been on hip hop for a while, though. Like, it's like there's such a stigma with being a rapper when it's like all we're doing is making music. You know? That's it. It's yeah. like you feel me. That's really all we. We just trying to make shit that people could have a good time to listen to. But it's like mm-hmm. they done turned it into drug mm-hmm. dealing and rape and violence. And it's like, at the end of the day, bro, that shit is everywhere, bro. It's not just hip hop. So it's like definitely, bro, it's a target on our back sometimes. Like, you just, and then what people is like, you tell somebody, like, they, you a rapper, you trying to be like a musician. They just look at you like, oh, so you don't have no real dreams sometimes. Like, Nigga, what? Is yeah. like yeah. this is talent, bro. You, you can't, this is investment. <laughs> right. You can't do what we doing. Right. You know, niggas can't do what we doing. So I don't know. Right, yeah, but that's that's another topic. That that is that is that is that's some trill shit though. I mean, uh, how do you feel about it, Wasi? I mean, you. No, I mean we target hip hop. <laughs> hip hop was started in a black community, like we're black people in America. Um, it's the most mainstream genre at the current point, and they be trying to figure out a way to get get us the fuck out of here. So we hip hop artists are the main target. Regardless of what you're doing in the industry, bro, they go try to find a way. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Plus, <coughs> I I never seen like you know like they have actors in Hollywood and stuff like that. They play gangster parts and gangster roles, but they don't actually look for people who actually do like real gangsters, like people who mm-hmm. actually selling drugs. And stuff. They don't actually get them to play the part. So why do they? Look at our, the hip hop artists like that, you know? Because we just paint the pictures, entertainment, you know? Uh, Both in the media field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do y'all feel about the Black Lives Matter shit? Well, man, I support it. I just don't understand the other side of the argument, you know, in terms of just arguing against it, talking about we shouldn't be fighting back. I'm just like, bro, we ain't fighting back nobody. Like, we getting hit. And then if we res- if we retaliate, you get killed. If we don't retaliate, you get beat up. So, I don't know. But other than that, bro, I'm, I'm here for all that. I'm black as fuck. I'm here for all that Black Lives Matter, everything. <laughs> no, yeah, gee, I'm black as fuck. Um, just a quick story. Like, I I went to middle school with Trayvon Martin. So, we, we knew each other personally. So, we from, like, the same hood. Yeah, we from the same hood. So, I, I knew exactly where I was at when, before social media and the world took that story over. When my homeboy, I was at football practice, my homeboy said, yo, Trey died. I said, yo, that shit kind of crazy. And that's what we was dealing with for three weeks before the whole world knew about what actually happened. But like, we black as fuck, bro. I, I'm Black Lives Matter down, man. I support everything. I just wish uh, people get more unified and stop trying to tell a black person how to be black. That shit lame. Speak on it, black, bro. Speak on it. I'll never try to tell a black person how to be more black. Like you are black. You we go through the same shit, my nigga. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right, man. It's crazy. I was just talking about that earlier because you know today's MLK's birthday. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, it's uh, I was watching uh, some some show this morning. I don't want to put it out there, but he was t- they was talking about the things that we had before MLK, and uh, I was I was looking at the state of where we at now versus back then. We had the Negro leads, and now we wish we had a Negro lead. Uh, mm-hmm. We had black businesses, airports, all kinds of stuff. And now we wish we had that stuff. So uh, I don't know, man. I, I just know uh, I'm with y'all on it, though, man. I, I want y'all to be black, be who you are, be proud to be who you are, and uh, fight for what you believe in, man. Facts. Um, yeah. What's y'all creative process? Uh, and all right, y'all getting ready to start a song right now. What's y'all, what, what, what would y'all do? I need the beat first. Uh, most of the time, I need the beat. Um, that helps me get gets the cadence, the flow, chorus, maybe a bridge. Um, and really, I just flow from there. Maybe I might be starting to write a verse and my verse change into a chorus, and then I'll double back. Um, but it really depends on just the overall vibe. Like, if I'm in a zone, oh, it's over. Like, a song could be done in less than 20 minutes. And sometimes it may take like more than a couple of days or it might take a month to finish out a song. So um, it varies, but that's how the creative process goes for me personally. Yeah. How about you, Jake? Um, for me, I mean, personally, like, you know, once I get the beat, I'm always smoking. So first thing I do when I hear a beat is I'm gonna light up me and I'm too. just like, listen to it. You feel me? Like, that's what you just listen to it. You just feel it out. Um, and then once I get, I get like the first initial, cause I can have a song, a, a beat for like two to three weeks without even writing to it, just in my car or my headphones. And I get free time. Just, just playing that motherfucker. Just, 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 just playing it. Cause you never know. Like I could fuck with something one week, but then it's like the next two days I could think of something different. And it's like, if I would have started writing to that first shit, I would have never got to this, this beat over mm-hmm. here. Like this, this part mm-hmm. of the song over here. So like, you feel me? So I, I light up, like, I like to just, and you know, niggas make fun of me for it, like play for joking, <laughs> but you know, you know, smoking is just like, you know, as, as a smoker, you want to it take you, know you there, man. It take you there. I mean, it take you there. It really just take you there. Shade for it. It's, he's a wine drinker. So when you're in that, yeah, that, zone, Ooh, that wine, make you drink. Like, I mean, wine gets you. Yeah. It, it make you rap. Like you, I could flow. Like I used to could flow like a bitch on some wine. <laughs> I take, we take one to the studio. We take one Easily. to the studio because it, yeah. it gets you right. It really does get you right, man. So like that's really it. I just listen to it, get a little, you know, get a little intoxicated, not too crazy, just in my zone. And then and then once I catch something, I know mm-hmm. I catch it because mm-hmm. I'll be writing, and I just stop the beat, and I'll be like, oh, that shit hard. That shit hard, dog. That shit hard. That's how I started my song, Shade uh, Moonwalking. Yeah, That's where it came from. Yeah. I started a song, Moonwalking, on Apple Music. Check us out. Why is okay. it so W A A S I K E S O? It's um, called Moonwalking. That's on yeah, your shit. Moonwalking on my tape. On my tape. Jiggy tape. On yeah, the Jiggy tape. Second song. I said, damn, that shit hard. That's where it came from, man. That's really just. I'm gonna fuck with it, man. I'm gonna damn sure fuck yeah. with it. So, what's the best track y'all put out together? Like, what's the funnest one? What's the banger? Ah. Oh. <laughs> he said, put out. I bet y'all got two different songs that y'all like better than the other one. I got the answer I should say for the people, and I got the answer I wanna say. Say the one you wanna say, because I'm quite sure it's two different songs. <laughs> Damn, hold on. I know exactly I, it just passed my mind. <laughs> Tell me what I'm gonna say, please. The one he snapped on the most, ain't it? The one he's not, yeah. <laughs> roses in roses in the sky. Oh, roses in the sky, my roses shit. That's my, my shit. That song. That's my that shit, song, bro. When when that song dropped, man, we that song hard. He fucking. If you want to talk about Outcast type vibes and because we we get compared to Outcast a lot, like. Dude, I mean, I guess with a duo, you know. Yeah. And I, I fuck yeah. with that. I fuck with that. So me too. But that song is the definition of it. I definitely fuck with "Roses in the Sky." That's my answer. Damn. Oh, shit, that's his answer. Um, I guess stars, stars, stars. Oh, that shit heavy. That's just straight barring the fuck up for four straight minutes. Um, 
Damn. The, team the answer I should, but that shit not out yet, bro. It's not out yet. Team Shorty but hard. The answer I gotta say for the people yeah. is I got. It just came got, out yeah. on Friday. <laughs> that shit slide. That shit slide. That shit hard as fuck too. So yeah, that's the answer I gotta tell for the people. I got YZK, so uh all streaming platforms. Featuring Slaver King. That's Featuring King. That's fucking dope. Oh man. So um <laughs> y'all watch versus battle. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Y'all, y'all do. What's what? What was the best one? Y'all, y'all like? Oh shit, nigga, I'm an R and B ass nigga. So <laughs> I be waiting for those, man. I, I was fucking with the Brandy and Monica one, dog. I was vibing, big vibing, man. That shit. For real, that one was a vibe. Yeah. What about the Gucci and Jeezy? That shit was, was crazy. Gucci and Jeezy. I was gonna say Gucci and Jeezy or Rick Ross. And two chains, but Rick Ross, them them tracks he was dropping made it my favorite. Every oh. time he dropped the track, I'm like, damn, this yeah. snap. Ross, Ross is, is hard, man. man. He's so underrated. Ross, Ross man. He in my top oh, three. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a. What's your top three? Oh man, come on, man. Jay Z, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, and Rick Ross. That's like a that. great ass list, man. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great one. I had to drop, I had to drop Lil Wayne out of my top three because he just took so long. You know what I'm saying? He, he got out the game for a while and he gave it yeah. people enough chance to catch up, so. Yeah, he gave Drake a chance to take his spot. Yeah, yeah, Drake up there. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I love Drake. I'm quite sure y'all do too. Y'all get Ghost Riders? That shit out there. Uh, no, I'm no, we ain't no ghost writing for our bars, but you know, if somebody comes to the studio with some fire ass chorus that they wrote, like, yeah. what the fuck everybody get a hook, yeah. yeah, everybody get a hook, yeah. I'm saying, you're six, no, with ease, it's not even like no confidence, shit. it's just like we gonna be ourselves, regardless of the fact, like, around anybody we see, we just gonna be ourselves, real shit. Yeah. I feel you. Um, back to uh, sorry, we dropped off. Hey, Queso. Jiggy back in in the house with us. All right. Um, but yeah, man. Okay. Uh, where do y'all see yourself in three years, man? Pass the mic off to him. But, um, <laughs> yo, I'm just speaking for existence. Really on a more successful plane. So um, at least sign you know to a deal and not know 360 crazy you know you got three years to give me eight album shit um trail shit sign somewhere yeah sign somewhere where uh we're at least comfortable um at least with a track on like the billboard 100 i'm gonna shoot for the stars just because i know we got the potential for it um yeah i mean that's at least on a, what what I say, I think we'll be out of COVID in a couple of years. So, um, Hopefully. able to go, man, yeah, no, right. That's right. <laughs> and, um, be able to perform at a Coachella type of environment or something like that. Rolling, rolling loud type show, something like that. So that's where I see us in three years. True shit. True shit. What about you? Well, I see you. Shit. Recognized worldwide doing our tours. Um, making our money, taking care of our families, like putting ourselves in the best position possible to, and being like niggas know we're going to be legends in the game. Real shit. They go, three years from now, niggas know we're going to be legends. they like, all right, these some niggas, they, they stamp, they here to stay and they go do whatever the fuck they want to do. Uh, it's it's pretty hard getting on stage being a rapper, or just getting in front of anybody being a rapper. Like it's that's it's pretty hard because it's sort of embarrassing at first, and then when people, because you don't know if people fucking with it or if they not. So, what's the hardest thing you guys had to overcome to even become rappers? Um, you want to take it, Shade, or shit? Just being, I'll, I'll say, um, just being open to criticism of your work. Um, cause it is our work. It's our personal stories. It's our personal words. We, we put our life into our music. Um, so when people come back and say, just letting go of that fair people saying, Hey, I didn't really like this song or I didn't really like this verse being open to that criticism and what 
people go say because it's music it's meant to be listened to and critique you just gotta like be open to it to that shit for sure <clears throat> for sure Me, I'd probably say when I first got on stage, it was like a just damn, freaking got a rap in front of these people right now. And uh, it was scary, you know, because it was just, hell like, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> but after a while, like, because I didn't got up on stage and folded and froze. And, oh man, I mean, yeah, yeah you know, <clears> for it sure, happens. it really happens. And it's like, I you was know, there, you really can't. Yeah, he was there with me. He was back in them days on college, man. But have you ever forgot uh, your lyrics while you was up there? Well, it was a cipher, so you know oh. it wasn't like a song that that. Yeah, it was a song. It wasn't a song, so <coughs> like, they were like, "All right, we gonna give y'all the beat, give y'all some time to work with it." So I had wrote a nice little thing, and I kept fucking it up, and I kept fucking up, and I was like, "I, I can't, yo, yeah, start me over, start me back." And then the clapping, you got it, you know. And the niggas started saying that shit. Like, yeah, right. You like, oh man, man. Like, you got it. Come so on, man. Like, <laughs> like, man, like, like a right. fucking Easter speech or something. Yeah, right. Like, oh shit. Come I on, baby. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, man. So I just started freestyling, and then it went, you know. But the good thing, the silver lining from that was. It was all right. That's the worst that could happen, and I can freestyle to the point where I can pull it off if I need to. But I've already folded in the past. You know, it's like even if I fuck up while I'm rapping, all you gotta do, all you really gotta do when you're on stage is act like you didn't fuck up, and niggas will never know. Yeah, never know, man. They will never know. (laughs) But you don't feel that way though. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel it. Yeah, you feel it. Like you like ah, like it just throws you off for a second because you like that's not. So you know, but um, other than that, like, once once I kind of got that shit out of the way, it was... and it, it's funny too, cause like if we if we both on stage performing a song together, like I know I did this, like I fucked up on we got like a back and forth part on the song Stars, oh, and I man. fucked up the like the first bar to start off our back and forth, and I looked at him. <laughs> he just flowed off of it. I was like, all right, I'm bringing that shit back. <laughs> like, dog, you got me? Yeah, you got Yo, me back, bro. This is a performance. We have been performing. We have been practicing for this performance for weeks, or like a week at least. Um, oh. So we're like, all right, we're going to do this, this, and that. And then as soon as the back and forth started, and we're on stage in front of the entire crowd, the entire audience, it's a pack, because it was for Desi Banks, right? Oh, so it was man. like, um, oh, man. yeah, he had came, so we had opened up for him. And um, what happened was he looked at me on stage and started smiling while he was rapping, but it was like a subtle smile. So I'm like, oh, shit, this nigga fucked up. So I yep. had to like play off it very quick. I was like, oh, shit, I had to play off it quick as hell. But it was fun. It was just like, it's just funny. <laughs> Do y'all ever look at uh, any other groups like before y'all and see how they did it and try to kind of keep the glue together with y'all too like that like uh, as in making songs or anything like yeah y'all look up to any groups? Um, I mean for one, first and foremost, Outcast. I mean you just gotta pay respect. Shout out, pay homage to them. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you also got other groups. Um, me personally, I grew up in New York. So, like, G Unit was back. Uh, 50 was hot, like, in like early 2000s. So, like, when I look yeah. at shit like that, I kind of just look at, like, <clears throat> to me, how they branded themselves. Like, when you see them, you know who they are. So, like, that's what, and we're, we're really trying to, like, find, like, you know, our look. And we have a look, but it's like, one of these days, you're going to look at some shit. you like, yo, that nigga look just like Biggie Peso. That nigga look like Wazzy Shade. So right. once you get to that right. point, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of really what I, I kind of like, you know, is that that brand. It really, that's what I mm-hmm. like, like. Shit like that. How did y'all come up with y'all names? Individually. Individually. Shit. Um, <laughs> I have a funny story. So when I first came to college, uh, two of my homeboys, uh, we just was like, we need a group name because we hang out a lot. And we was like, um, what's rebel in like different languages so we put up like Swahili and it said Wazi so I was, I was like shit my in the hood I'm known as D Black or Shade so I just put Wazi and then I put Shade and then I just rocked out from there and that's how really mine's work that's 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 fucking dope as hell I think Jiggy you still with us 
Yeah, 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 I'm still here. Uh, I just had stood up. I didn't want all this distracting and movement in the background. Oh, uh, you all good. If you got strippers back there, man, you cook, you Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I just got graduated high school and I think I was like, all right, you know, I'm trying to find like a new Instagram name. So I came up with Jiggy Queso. The Queso don't really mean much. I really just, I was like, right, I I want to be a rapper. It's kind of like, you know, just choosing your, your name. And it's, it's really uh, weird at first. Like our like, childish yeah. Gambino got his name. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, dope you know, shit. Just kinda, dope shit. You just kind of do that shit. But then the Jiggy itself stands for, um, Zated individual guiding God's youth. So that's kind of like- Yo, like that's that. dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Damn. Damn. Shit, that's, yeah, that, that means a lot though. So, <coughs> how long have y'all been to get, I mean, how long have y'all been doing this, you say? Wait, I'm I'm sorry, hold on, I can't. Yeah. Y'all good, man. Y'all can hear me? around the crib. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can you hear you. Oh, okay, bet. Here we go. I get y'all now. Yeah. How long? Um, how, you yeah. said how long we've been together? Um, yeah, yeah. How long y'all said y'all had been together? Um, going on. As, three a, years as a, I say from the first time we dropped the tape was 2017. So, no, 2018. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. So it was around the time I graduated. So, yeah, going on yeah. three years now. So, man. Yeah. Did X Tentacion have any uh impact on you guys' career? Um, I don't think so. Nah, I know not like music. a this, but he was like, yeah, I don't yeah. think so, man. Like, yeah, I think you, I got know, this shit for myself because y'all don't rap like nobody, bro. Yeah, appreciate that. That's a few cadences a rapper, here and there, but y'all still know how to work the cadences. To, Keep it different. That's why I said outcast because y'all know what y'all doing. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a great compliment, but definitely something that um <clears throat> I definitely would uh want to say first and foremost, you know, rest in peace to X. But um, you know, when it comes down to just like our flows, yeah, I think that's a good thing that me and Shade really have a good idea of is that like we'll tell each other that we'll tell the other person if we sound too much like like, oh yeah, I think you're doing a little too much here. Maybe you should tone it down just to make sure that we don't get too much of that. You sound like this person, you know what I'm saying? Right, mm -hmm. right. So how do y'all feel about auto-tune? I love it. Shit, I, Shit, I, I, I love that motherfucker. I need auto-tune, it's coming. For real yeah. shit, man. Like, I'm telling you, man. Like, that's just, <laughs> some people, I don't know, these old motherfuckers my age, they, they uh, <laughs> I'm for real. It's all the old auto tune, dude. It is the best thing. Like I don't want to hear a lot of music without it. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Auto tune definitely run the game, it's man. 2021. Yeah. What <laughs> I realized when I first started like rapping, like I didn't like auto tune because I thought because you know I think only people who don't like auto tune is people who don't know how to use auto tune. So when it's yeah. like you're actually using it and it's like you know kind of how to control it and use it in certain places is amazing. So that's. That's why I started falling in love with it. Yeah. And shit, if you're really in a studio and studying your engineer, everybody's voice gets tuned. Right? Even if you're just purely rapping, your your voice is still getting tuned a little bit to sound clear on the record. Definitely. So like no matter what, they got to touch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your you voice got, is definitely being touched. You gotta either That's put all we have. compression or something on it or yeah. Something, you know. Um, but yeah, man, you two dudes uh Y'all y'all doing a lot of shows this year or how was it doing COVID? Like how did COVID change everything up for y'all? Cause it changed a little bit up for me. Um, I don't think we, I don't think it changed us up that much because we're not typically right now, at least, you know, we're not um, performing too, too much. Like we get booked of course, but uh, we haven't really gone like on like a tour or on a, a, a section of shows. So as of right now, I think, we're taking this time to plan out our rollout for, you know, any additional future shows that we're, we're looking forward to. So COVID mm -hmm. gave us a little bit of time to plan, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, pandemic. Uh, the pandemic for real. <laughs> so do y'all believe that uh, COVID, because I, this, I'm going to tell y'all something. This is what I think. I think that, 
I don't I know that I don't know really what's going on, but I think we're at war with China somehow. That's what I think. But I'm black, so that ain't got nothing to do with me. I gotta make money. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey, <bro. laughs> that was the funniest thing I heard all day. <laughs> for real, for real. Oh um, uh, I'm sorry, what are you saying? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all y'all think this is some conspiracy shit by the government though? Y'all think we at war with China or something? Oh man, that's a that's a crazy the, section. It the is. sickness ahead, ahead. is real. I would say the sickness is real. How the they, sickness how is they real. handle it, how they handle it is fucked up. Yeah, both of my sons got COVID already. Like my other yeah. son just got over it, and it's it's real, you know. Yeah. Just the way they handle it, how they try to use their political power to like what country is doing better with the COVID numbers. Like, nigga, it's not a competition, nigga. Niggas dying out here. Yeah, get the hell we need and stop trying to compete and blame somebody for a virus when at the end of the day, we all fucking human, bro. Like, you're not treating people how they should be treated going through a whole fucking pandemic, you know? So that's how I feel about it. Yeah. But (laughs) like you said, man, I'm black. That little back and forth shit ain't got shit. I'm black. Me, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, people don't understand that when we say that, because we black men. Like, you know, I hear a lot of shit, and a lot of people don't understand that if we were strong, then the whole race would be strong. But they try to hold us down, man, and, and feed us a lot of BS, so we do got to think on our own. And being black, a full-time damn job, man. Yeah, I'm sure I told you. I'm trying to tell you, man. Um, so do y'all... Y'all uh ever be in the conscious communities, conscious pages and stuff like that? What you mean? Um, the, I seen conscious, conscious it was like conscious uh I was looking consciously at, wavy. Consciously <laughs> wavy. So tell me about that. What's that? I, I kind of d- was fucking with it. I kind of dug that, man. Go ahead. Yeah, um that's that's our model, that's our theme for 2021. Um a lot of times in the past, people will ask us to describe how we sound, um, describe the music we made or like the profile we have. Take us a while to come up right. with it, but um, it's consciously wavy because um, the way I rap and the way I grew up was more of uh, I'm delivering substance, 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 heavy, heavy, heavy in my music. And my music is strictly focused on that. Queso, right. um, I don't want to speak for him, but that nigga could rap his ass off. He from New York. He wavy. He a smooth ass nigga. And he go talk his shit when he raps. So when we combined our shit, um, at the end of the day, it's consciously wavy because we're bringing those two sounds together and yeah. the people are getting a product that we, you know, we put out. That's fact. But not for real. Um, when it comes to consciously wavy, uh, he gave his spiel about being conscious. So for me, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do love to rap, but at the same time, I enjoy riding the beat. You know, I enjoy making sure that what I'm doing on the beat is not always because it's one thing to be able to rap, but people don't always want to hear rap. Um, yeah, they so, want to. Yeah, they wanna... yeah, you know, they want something that they want a different vibe. And then going back to Drake that we were speaking on earlier, like that's why people really fuck with him because they know, yeah. We know Drake Harad. Like, it's not even a question at this point. But now it's like he's able to do so many different things on so many different beats. It's like you wonder what the you know what the hell the next Drake song going to sound like, who he going to work with next. You know, he always keeps it relevant. So for me, um, if there's one thing that I had to take from, like, a rapper uh, out there right now, it would be like a Kanye or Drake in just terms of diversifying how you sound just so when you drop something, people don't know kind of what you about to do. It's like surprise. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Straight up. That's uh what's what do y'all think about uh how do y'all look at this? Do y'all look at music as a competition? Or I mean for, for other groups. Do other groups come in as a competition or do y'all ever get in beef? Anything like that? Like have y'all ever been in like beef? Because everybody be in beef seem like these days. <laughs> um no, nah, we don't. We don't compete. Honestly, we, we some showing love ass niggas, yo. Like we we don't got time for all that. If you come at us crazy, nah, at that point it's only we on your head, but yeah. But that is like, <laughs> we have no it's reason. It's funny because 
Yeah. It's funny because if a nigga like was to come at us crazy, we probably go laugh that shit off and like just yeah. talk shit. And yeah. the, it'll take like three times. Like, all right, now we got to say something. But usually, bro, we go clown the shit because we ain't, we ain't really trying to get involved with all that negativity shit. It's, yeah, it's not that us. only leads to bad results. You feel that, me? That's it. That's it. That's it. What's the wildest thing that y'all uh, experienced in 2020? Most craziest, wildest shit that would have never happened unless it was in 2020. <laughs> it, for me personally? Yeah. I gotta think about that one. 2020 was a long ass year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, I could probably say like at a point in 2021, I think everybody kind of just got sad. So I probably say like for a month, like niggas was just like, you know, you just don't feel like yourself and it throws you out. So I wasn't really writing music. And 2020 was supposed to be the year that I, I had a, a goal list set out for a specific amount of shit I was gonna put out. So. I'll probably say that. Like, I, I stopped writing music. That's the craziest thing for a rapper <clears throat> to stop writing music for, like, three months. Uh, Man, yeah, I, I didn't write shit for a while. I mean, it happens, though. I wrote, I wrote, yeah, I wrote for my album, but there was, like, a, a solid, like, two-and-a-half-month period where I just, I was like, bro, I don't know. I can't find, I can't draw anything from anything. I can't draw no substance to write shit. So I'll probably say that. Right. right. We was in a motherfucking house. We didn't get an opportunity That's to an hour, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You right. Um, my shit is it's it's wild, but it's like very sad. Um, Kobe died on my birthday, and that shit just oh blew. for real. Yeah, that shit. That shit. That's blew some bullshit. Me, Definitely. That's some a that's the wildest thing, and that was a fresh twenty twenty. Like COVID didn't even hit yet. And like, what? Damn. damn. Yeah, that is the wildest shit. shit. So yeah. Rest in peace to the legend, man. Yo, y'all think y'all think Nike killed that dude, man? What? I did nah. not even hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never even heard, heard of that, yo, bro. Yo, I, I I know y'all have probably heard that shit. Yo, check it. So I'm scrolling through YouTube and stuff, and I start seeing he had a he was getting ready to take Nike to court, and he was gonna have his own. He was gonna be his own shoe guy, sort of like the big baller brand, but on a way bigger scale, to where like he's the Nike, or he <laughs> wow. own Nike. And I was like, yo, I, I I was waiting for the conspiracy video to come up, but it never came up. But I was like, yo, Nike, did Nike kill? Mm. You know? I've never heard of that, but no, that's crazy. Never. I don't think that happened. I think that was just a freak accident. Cause man, you, you can't do? kill Kobe. You can't kill Kobe, man. You can't, I man, mean, he's a black mamba. Like what the fuck? Exactly, man. And, and it was just too crazy. Cause the night before LeBron had, you know, I think just surpassed him. Yeah. And he had just given LeBron a shout out. He just saw him, and yeah. so I think it was just it was man, you know, I think it was just his daughter, just unfortunate. And his daughter, and, and his daughter, yeah, other families like, and other families and the pilot, right? <clears throat> just some wild shit. Though. That was just too, yeah. Now that's the wildest, man. You know what I mean? Um, what do y'all uh say to another group who asks y'all for advice to become a group? They want to be a rap group. How to how how can they do that? Like, what would y'all do? Would y'all? Um, I'd probably say, don't try. And it's it's gonna it's gonna sound away, so I'm gonna explain it. Yeah. But yeah. don't try to be too much of a group to the point where everybody sounds the same, everybody raps identically, everybody dresses the same, because then it becomes one big group, but y'all the same person. And then you start to see one person kind of take off. Um, and that person becomes like the figurehead or he becomes like the the person that everybody kind of, you know, all the fans like because he X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever, whatever. So right. I'd probably say like diversifying yourself, like give your, yourself a, a opportunity to be different. And then I'm going to say Odd Future with Tyler, the creator and them, and people might have mixed feelings about them and shit. But I love them. I love them. Yeah, definitely. They're the most talented and, and group in our generation. I mean, our time, I believe. And 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 it's crazy because the different avenues that they've all went in, like they have people who are pure rappers, and then like they have like a, a neo soul kind of sound with um, with Sid, and then you got Tyler, of course. So it's like it's just really different because and they they gave themselves as friends and as a group or whatever they gave themselves the opportunity to explore and just be different with all that stuff. So I'll probably say that you know just let yourselves be yourselves and don't try to be like one collective group. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
Shit, um, I'll say, man, do y'all really, do y'all really fuck with each other? Do y'all really love each other like that? I think yeah. that's so important. It just like um, going off of what he said, like if somebody is doing their own thing for a while, are you going to get jealous of the success or what they're trying to do by themselves? Or are you going to be the nigga that support and is always in their corner because you just love, respect, and you fuck with them? So if you don't got that within your group, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to succeed because niggas trying to go back to the competition. Nigga, you trying to compete with your brother when y'all supposed to be in this together, helping each other build. So that's what I say. Yeah. What's your next project y'all got coming out? As a group? Yeah. Uh, well, as a group, so, you know, of course, follow us, Wazi Queso, W-A-A-S-I-K-E-S-O, Wazi Shade, Jiggy Queso. Um, we'll be dropping our next product, project. Should I just say the name? It's cool if I say it right. I've already yeah. put it out there. You already, you already, yeah, All you right. already did so, thing. Our next project <laughs> is going to be called Roses in the Sky. Um, we do have the artwork and stuff we're working on right now. Uh-huh. We got a whole bunch of tracks. So we're trying to like figure out, we're going to trim the fat, uh, get it down to a nice collective little little group of songs. And then, yeah, so Roses in the Sky, be on the lookout, follow us, keep for your sure. notifications on, all that good stuff. For sure, for sure. Um, what, uh, do y'all, do y'all date? Do y'all have anybody y'all date? Y'all in relationship? Yeah, you, you want to meet, you want to meet the Miss Jiggy? Man, you can do it, man. Hey. Say hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. How you doing? All right. Oh man, how is it being in a relationship and being a musician? Sometimes it's hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's who I'm married to. Yo, hey. what? <laughs> Yo, that PS5, that PS5, man. That PS5, man. That PS5. It's it. That's yeah, it. Man. That's but, good yeah, to be in a. But what's yeah. your, what, what's the hardest part? Um, it's the only the only thing that's hard is because as a as a musician, like you're expressive. So me sometimes, like when you're rapping, you know, sometimes you get sad, sometimes you get happy, sometimes you get whatever you get carried away by emotion. So it's like when you're writing music. I guess from a musician standpoint, when you're writing music, like it's easier to kind of get sidetracked when I start a song because I'll start off writing about one thing, but then the next day I'll start writing again, but I'm in a completely different mental state right. and I'll be either more positive or more negative or whatever the case may be, just, you know, in a different frame of thinking. And um, as a musician, like it does get hard because I try, I, I, I judge people for it sometimes, like I'll try to keep the consistent message because sometimes Devin or Shay will ask me, he'd be like, so what you writing about? And I'd be like, nigga, I don't even know. Like, I'm, I'm 16 <laughs> bars deep and I don't know what I'm writing about. So I can't right. about this part, really. Um, but other than that, you know, be, being in a relationship, man, it's the bee's knees, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta, oh, I know it's good, fan. man. I know it's good. Yeah, I know. Man. You're a family man, so you definitely understand that. Yeah. Well, I used to be a family man. I'm single now, man. I just take care oh. of the kids and we ball out. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I, I got my own everything twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um what <laughs> what uh so I'm gonna ask y'all some uh some wall questions that some of my fans just like to hear the answers to and stuff. So uh what's one of your uh, what what is your best what's y'all individually uh favorite movie ever? Ooh, I like questions like these. Um, you want to go first or? Shit, I'm going to say, um, I, my shit, a white movie, A Night at Roxbury with Will Ferrell and I forgot the other night movie. Night at Roxbury. That shit, man, that that, shit hilarious, man. That, that shit, shit came out in like 98. It is funny. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That is funny. Um, <laughs> My favorite movie of all time, like I could just watch it at yeah. any time. I'll probably say is Avatar, The Ooh. Blue People. I just I love the movie. Hey, that that movie is hard. It's just that movie is. Good. I might watch it tonight. I might have to watch it tonight. People act just, like that movie never happened or something, man. That is one reason. of the best movies of shit, all time like to me. Four hours of legendary fucking stories <laughs> yeah. and everything. Good blunts, man. Good blunts, and man, that movie. Hell they yeah. need to come out with two. They need to come out with number two already, man. Yeah, they right. said it's supposed to come out twenty twenty two. Yeah, apparently crazy. All right, so um. Everybody worked a regular job. Let me ask y'all something. 
Have y'all ever been fired from a job? And if so, how did you get fired? <laughs> Hell yeah, I got fired. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody got fired. Um, I got, I got, okay, so being fired, all right, so. Y'all getting fired, me and you got to go, bye-bye. All right, so <laughs> this dude, uh, I used to work at this this place, this little golf club, um, and they, uh, you know, we was, it was a summer job, and it just turned into like a year that I was there. But we just be out there, you know, chiefing and, Minding our business, going out there smelling loud. Yeah. And, we, and then I guess it came to the slow season. So one day the boss had hit us up. He just contacted me. He was like, hey, yeah. So, and he didn't even fire me. That's the crazy thing. I had, I had basically fired myself, <laughs> but only because he didn't want to say it. He was like, he was like, oh, so, you know, it's getting, uh, he's, he's, it's getting, uh, it's getting slow. So we have to cut your hours back. So I said, how many, I, said I said, how many days in my week? Uh, how many days a week am I working? He said, none. So I said, <laughs> I said, so you fire me? He's like, yeah, you know, I hate to do it. I was like, nigga, you didn't even say nothing. So that's, that's the time I got fired. Yeah. Yeah, how many hours a week? None. <laughs> I was like, so why you didn't just say that? The fuck? Why you had me asking? Holy shit. Man. How about you, Watson? My shit, my shit was funny as fuck, man. They allowed me to come into work first and foremost. So that's the most fucked up part to me. I was at work for like an hour, two hours doing some work. Lady just pulled up in the office or so like a the pink slip. She was like, yo, we have to let you go. And I'm like, it gets 11 a.m. I just pulled up to this shit at nine. Y'all tell me, y'all got to let me go? She was like, yeah. I was like, is this a joke? She was like, no, it's not a joke. <laughs> so nigga had to leave the office immediately, had to pack my bag and shit in the office. Oh, shit. Broken. <laughs> and I just had to walk out like randomly. And I was like, yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Like you could have told me on the phone, email, something. Don't fire me. Why did come in? Yeah, work a whole two hours. Like, oh man. Up. Okay. Well, uh <laughs> what what's more important, love or fear? It's more important to love question, fear. Mm -hmm. Love, you think love is more important than fear? I think love is more important than fear. Fear is important, but love is I think I think love, I think love is only I think love is only more important because it will make you do something you wouldn't normally do. And fear is you doing what you would normally do, which would be stay alive. And love will make you put your life on the line for somebody else. So I think mm. that's why it's more important. Okay, Shay, what's up? Shit, I'm gonna keep the answer simple because I just made it up in my head off of what he said, man. <laughs> and love is what challenges fear. So you gotta go with love. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hey, that's a good one, right? Hold on. That's a good one. I'm tweeting yeah. that. I'm tweeting that one. <laughs> it's, it's on tape, it's recorded. I got you. <laughs> it <is>. Documented. <laughs> um who is your favorite comedian of all time? Oh shit. shit. My favorite comedian of all time, man. <laughs> I'll probably, you know what? I'm gonna have to say Cat Williams, because that motherfucker is oh, hilarious. Yeah. That guy is hilarious. Him and, and Friday after next is hilarious. Oh, He's my favorite man. comedian of all time. I love him. I love him. Shit, I'm I'm going to have to say Bernie Mac or Cat Williams, bro. Them niggas have me dying. Bernie Mac is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Bernie Mac, man. <laughs> right? Boy, for real. Hilarious, dog. Special mention, Eddie Murphy. Is that yeah, raw? Is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy is the best in my book, though. For real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, man. Uh, if y'all, if you could take, get Neuralink chip for free, would you? What's Neuralink? Neuralink is a uh, microchip that Elon Musk come out with. Hell no. And yeah, <laughs> it's the internet in your head. It's just like Hell you can Google nah. social thoughts. You wouldn't do it? Hell no. I don't know. I, I ain't going to do it because I don't know what's deep in my brain. It might be some wild shit down right. there, man. I ain't trying to figure out what that is right now. 
It sounds like you'll do that shit. You'll do that shit. You won't. Right. You, you won't tell Jiggy. You won't tell Jiggy. You just be the smartest motherfucker walking around. You won't say shit. How that motherfucker do that shit? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> motherfucker know everything. You'll be like, what? <laughs> How you do that shit? But no, nah, I wouldn't do that shit, man. That I feel like he could just at any point. They could just. Do that. Just hit the button on your ass. Touch your ass down and you gotta wake yeah. back up. Oh, you, you feel me? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Me oh, that reminds me of the 100. Oh, shit. That yeah. 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 That's, that's why I would not, in real life, nope. I'm not doing it. Never. I, do, I, watch I don't. It. I wouldn't do it. I would <laughs> never do that shit, man. Well, my brothers, it was good. Having, Hell yeah. I had a great interview today with you guys, man. Um, Where can we uh find y'all music at? Say individually, nah, and you together, a spell, I want to find you, everything. You're giving a spell, man. So, W A A S I K E S O Y Z K So that's on Twitter, that's on YouTube, that's on Instagram, that's everywhere. W A A S I K E S O. Individually, I'm Jiggy J I G G Y K E S O. This is my brother, Wazi Shade W A A S I S H A D E. You can find all of our music on Apple Music. You can find us on Tidal. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on YouTube. We're everywhere. Follow us. Turn on the post notifications. I got just dropped. Go check that out on YouTube. Team Shorty coming soon. Wasn't supposed to say that, but that's between us. And other than that, man, we're looking sure. forward to dropping more shit. Y'all boys come mess with us, man. All right, for sure. Man, I appreciate you brothers coming by, man. Just... Appreciate you, hey, man. man. This is an amazing ass time. This is time, an amazing man. interview, though. Yo, man, this. I'm going to have y'all come back, man. We're going to do this Hell in about yeah. a month or so. You know what I'm saying? Another oh, update. Wonderful. Sounds like a plan, See, man. man. Let us know when it drops, man. Yeah, I got to wait for them to drop the other stimulus check, though. And then we're going <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be right. All right. For sure. Hey, y'all come out to Atlanta, do some shows. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You feel me? Just rock with us. Hey, for sure. I appreciate right, it, man. This is episode 153 of the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show. See y'all later. Yes, sir. Uh, peace. Easy.